It's time now for Love Talk with Evelyn Davison and her guest today, Jerry Wakelin, talking today about preparing the heart to praise. We are in studio today, and it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood, and this is Evelyn Davison broadcasting out of the bridge. Uh, today's Christian Talk, 1120 in Austin in the great state of Texas, and today we're going to be focusing on preparing hearts for praise. God's passion for connecting with others and uh, with our families and um, and doing it in a way that uh, can bless and, and draw people closer to the plan that the Lord Jesus came and lived out uh, so that we might have a guide. And today's issue is God's passion for connecting, not only with those around us, but others and for such a time as we have today. Because God is a plan maker. He's a plan keeper, and he has a plan for every life. He says in Jeremiah 29, 11, I know what that plan is. It is a plan for good and not for evil, that all of mine will come to know the reality of the love of Jesus. So that's what we're going to be talking about today, preparing hearts for praise. And we're going to do that with one of my best friends, Jerry Wakelin, uh, who is... Um, a very busy grandmother and a Christian leader and executive director for class seminars. She's on the staff of First Baptist Church in Albuquerque and the co-author of our new book, Praising and Praying Across America. And we'll be talking about that today. But good morning, Jerry. Thank you for joining us for Love Talk. Oh, good morning, Evelyn. It's always a joy to be able to uh, share with you and your listeners. Well, it's going to be a day of, of praise and hope because we've got a good agenda laid out for us today. But, Amen. You know, it's really exciting for me to have you on talk. It's like talking to my uh, best friend. And uh, one of the first questions I want to ask you is about our good friend, Florence Littower, because that's really how we met years and years ago, Jerry. Is that not right? That's right. It's been, um, gosh, I hate to think about how many years it's been, Evelyn, but we've, we've known each other a long time. And yes, we did meet through Florence and through the work of class seminars, uh, for you know, over 30 years, 35 years now. Mm-hmm. We have been doing seminars all around the country and you and I have both served on staff for many years and, and now you're our, our prayer director and you help keep us focused on praying for not just our ministry, but the ministry that that all of our our people are involved in, and Florence is doing well. You know, she moved back to Southern California. She's closer to her family members now. All those new great grandbabies she mm. uh, got. You know, being able to be part of their lives, and you and I know how important it is to be part of our grandchildren's lives. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Yeah, so she's doing very, very well. Thank you for asking and letting your listeners know that that Florence is is still still the guiding light of class seminars. And then she uh, she still has uh, things products out there for sale from the years that. Oh, absolutely. She she has all of her well, almost all of her mm-hmm. books um, are still in print. There's a few, but. You know, with the Internet now, you can buy books that have been out of print for years and years and Mm -hmm. years. Uh, But, yes, Marita is responsible. Her daughter, Marita uh, Tedder, now she's remarried, and Uh her her name is Marita Tedder. But Marita Littower uh, sells all of the products, her books, her mom's books, the class, you know, people for class that have written books. So mostly things that have to do with writing and speaking and 
And then, of course, Florence's most famous book, or most well-known book, Uh, silver boxes, a word of encouragement. Uh, and as you know, that message was just aired on Focus on the Family earlier this week. So, uh, that, and that is a great book. And we're talking about praise and prayer and encouragement today. That is a book that is designed to encourage the hearts of the readers. And so many people buy those books to share with others. Mm-hmm. So if you get a chance, uh, you know, pick up a copy, all of you out there listening, pick up a copy of of Silver Boxes by Florence Littower and encourage yourself and then use it to encourage others. Well, I know that you're the messenger of encouragement, too. What exciting thing going on in Albuquerque today? Oh, my goodness. Well, it's going to be another hot one, as they say on the radio. (laughs) Uh, But we just, at our church here, we just finished a week of vacation Bible school. Um, Our church was overflowing with children from from three years old all the way up to to uh, sixth grade, which I think is 12 or 13 now. And, Evelyn, I had the great privilege of teaching the preschool, oh. 58 preschoolers. Now, Ooh. I've been in ministry for over 40 years, and I have to be real honest, it's been a long time since I taught preschoolers. <laughs> And they are curious little folks. I tell you, we had a great time. We taught we taught the story of Lazarus and we taught the story of Jesus walking on the water and calming the the storm and we talked about the resurrection and how Mary went and found that Jesus was no longer in the grave and those little oh. kids with their bright eyes, big eyes listening, things oh, it was it was a great week. And now um we're just getting ready for several things going on. We'll have some class activities coming up over the summer. Um, our friend Amy Allen, I'm sure you remember Amy, mm-hmm. she has the real the real conference coming up for real women. Um, and it's designed to deal with real issues in a woman's life. So we're several of us are working on that. Uh, we also oh I'm gonna I'm gonna give your listeners a sneak preview. Can I can that I let a, a secret out of the bag? Okay. Class is introducing something new to the Southwest, particularly Albuquerque area, New Mexico. We will be holding on November the 11th the Southwest Christian Book Fair. And we've never had anything like that in Albuquerque. We had a book fair a few years ago and it kind of fizzled out, but we just see the need for the, the Christian market for the word to get out there, whether it's the word of God or the, a message God has given a Christian author. So we're going to sponsor this. We're going to have it at the end of our writers conference this year. And it's open to the public. It's open. If you've got authors right there in Austin or the Texas area that want to come out and have a table, have a vendor space, they're welcome to come and join us. There'll be information on the website soon. But we anticipate to really make a kind of a splash I, I like don't you like that picture a splash yes <laughs> to have a splash uh, and we'll have people with inf- with books about money about marriage about f- fiction writers you know there's a lot of people that like to read Christian fiction mm-hmm. um, I, I love to I, I read constantly and every now and then I need to read a fiction book just to get my mind off of all the facts and figures that I deal with all the time but I don't want to read some of the stuff that's out there on the general market so I like to to get a, a 
fiction book that also has the threads of the message of oh, the word in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're just expecting a grand uh, a grand day, and so I'll throw that out there, and your your listeners are the first to hear it. Well, thank you. That's, well, m- yeah. I- I'd love for us to have our two books out there. I'm, you know, I'm oh, sure. we will. <laughs> yes, because you are co-author of one of those and an endorser of another right. one. And yes. so is Florence. Yeah. And we're excited mm-hmm. about where we are with a new book, Praising and Praying Across America, because we are going to Washington, D.C. on 9-11, spend a couple mm-hmm. of days up there going from senator's office to representative office, of all That's those great, in the Evelyn. and a few of those in the capital. So we've got a big yeah. team going, and it's going to be an exciting good, thing good. for us. Uh, it yeah. looks like Focus on the Family is going to help pick up part of it and help us. Fabulous. So, you know, you never know what door the Lord's going to open. But I do know right. this. It has to be the, through the door of praise. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Well, you know, praising him is wonderful, but praising each other is great, too, Jerry. (laughs) (laughs) You get to know this. Well, I want us uh, to look back a little bit, if you don't mind doing that. And I especially, because we want to talk about how it is that you prepare your heart, your mind, uh, your soul to praise even when things aren't praiseable. And I know that, you know, as you grew up, you went through some challenging times. So, Jerry, let's look back and let me ask you how the Lord has done that in your life. Well, it's not been an easy lesson that I've learned, and it's not been a quick, it's not one of those uh, crib note, you know, lessons Mm -hmm. that it's taken years and years of experience over and over again. But um, I shared in in my part of the book I shared about growing up and having, you know, experienced my father's death. He was killed in a fire just a few days before I was 14. And that was really tough. That's a very, very tender time in a a teenager's life, a child's life, but I think especially for girls. And uh, so suddenly my dad was, was killed, life turned upside down, just all kinds of craziness happened, and I just didn't. I couldn't find God. I just, there were, you know, I I still went to church because that's what I was supposed to do. I was raised in the church and, you know, I just, if if there's a Sunday morning that I don't go to church, it's probably because something desperate is wrong with me. But I just, I couldn't find God. I just, it was like I was a robot and I just did what I was supposed to do. And I did that for several years and I just, there was just such an emptiness um, I think it's hard for any child, no matter what the circumstances mm-hmm. are, to grow up without a father. And and you and I kind of talked at one point about, well, how did I, how did that help me, or maybe distance me from? I didn't have an earthly father. How could I identify with my heavenly father? And honestly, I couldn't. I couldn't. But there was a set of circumstances that came up many, many years later that helped me overcome that and I'm just going to briefly share that it's an incredible story and I'm going to share it in a nutshell okay if if I have time well let's just take our break uh, Jerry and hear from some of our sponsors and we come back I want to hear the rest of the story page two stay with us
You know, the world has changed, and getting connected is really no longer a trend. It's a reality, and it's happening all around you, leaving you to wonder how do you get connected to your customers while staying ahead of the digital revolution and your competition. Well, Texas SEO is a Christian-based online marketing company, and they're the partner you can always rely on to navigate through the ever-evolving digital landscape. To schedule your free consultation and digital analysis, call Texas SEO at 1-888-988-9736 or visit the website texasseo.com or simply Google Christian SEO Company and you'll find them in the first position. Ellison Salazar, Garage and Body Shop. At Ellison Salazar, customer satisfaction is our main concern. For a tune-up or major body work, Central Texans have trusted Ellison Salazar for over 55 years. Ellison Salazar. Hail damage specialists, smoothing out life's dents and bumps. Big or small for you and your car. Now at three locations. South at 4501 South Congress. North at 88 Research Boulevard and New Northwest location at 8425 Anderson Mill Road. Call 444-5555. That's 444-5555. Ellison Salazar. Fixing your auto problems and needs with a happy face and the best professional touch. George Christensen and his family at Casa Mechanical Services are longtime friends and sponsors for Love Talk, Love Walk. These CASA friends are professionals with more than 40 years' experience in providing heating, air conditioning, plumbing, and electrical services in the Austin area. If your heating isn't heating, your cooling isn't cooling, or your drains aren't draining, well, then you need to call our friends at CASA at 334-7300. They provide sales and service on all major brands from professionals you can trust. So big jobs or little jobs, it doesn't matter. Call CASA at 334-7300. From inspiration to insurance and protection, all for serving the Lord Jesus. We all need insurance. Why not work with an agent that understands the biblical principle of protection and risk management to insure your family's future? Ray and Justin Garner are Christian business professionals who will put a Christian perspective on your insurance and inspiration needs. For auto, home, life, business, health, boat, motorcycle, RV, and dental, and church protection needs, Ray, Justin, and Luana can be reached at 626-4880 or 986-4944 for church protection, personal protection, and business protection. Ray and Justin are independent Texas businessmen that have dedicated their lives and business to the advancement of spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ through Austin Triad Ministries. Call Ray Garner Insurance Agency and ask for Ray at 626-4880 or Justin at 986-4944. Let's return now for more Love Talk with your host, Evelyn Davison, and her guest, Jerry Wakeland. Their topic today is preparing the heart to praise. Thank you for joining us for Love Talk today. And we are talking today with one of my best friends. Her name is Jerry Wakeland. She lives in Albuquerque, New Mexico. And, Jerry, we were talking about how it is that we come through those times in life when we are not in the mood to praise God for things. And you mentioned that your father died in a in a fire, and it made an impact on your life in a way that um, you still, I'm sure, experienced to some extent today. What what really happened during that time? Well, 
we had been, um, my mother and I had been at a doctor's appointment. Um, I had injured my knee playing basketball. It ended my basketball career, not that it was all that promising to start with, but, but uh, we never did get to see the doctor that day. Instead, we came. We were sent home six hours later, and we arrived uh, close to our home, saw smoke billowing in the sky. Our house was on fire. They couldn't save our home, and we later discovered my father had been trapped inside. So I was just a few days short of being 14 years old, and it turned my world upside down, literally. Um, for years and years, Evelyn, I went through all the motions of being a, a good Christian girl, but I didn't, I had no relationship with Jesus. Um, I didn't, didn't necessarily believe that there was a God that would take my daddy away. And so 20 years, that was in 1968, 20 years passed, and in 1988, I was really, really struggling. Now, 20 years, I still had gone to church. I had still been in ministry. I had still done all the right things, but I was struggling um, in my in my own personal life, in my in my inner life. Mm-hmm. And I can remember this like it was yesterday. Um, I could not remember my daddy, my earthly daddy, ever saying, "I love you." Now, I know he did. I'm sure of it. I can remember all the different things that he did. My daddy taught me to do the twist when I was 10 years old, <laughs> Evelyn. <laughs> I learned the I remember that <laughs> like it was yesterday, my daddy and I twisting out there to the jukebox. But I could not remember my daddy saying, I love you. Mm-hmm. I was coming home from church. I had been at a meeting at the church. It was very, very late at night, and I... I drove home 24 miles from the church I was part of to where we lived. And I honestly do not remember how I got where I was going. I, I remember seeing all these colored lights like prisms. And I don't, I was just really just, I don't know, in some kind of world of my own, I guess. Anyway, I pulled off the, uh, we were in California, so I took the exit from the freeway to get me home. I got to the traffic light at the top of the little ramp. And I just remember crying out to God that um, I, I just remember saying, Lord, I don't remember my daddy saying mm-hmm. I, he loved me. Just, I mean, I know I was crying. I had tears r- running down my cheeks, and I obviously had cried that whole 24 miles. Got to that ramp, and I don't know how long I sat there, but I remember significantly that this is one of the, the few times, three times, God has audibly spoken to me, and this is one of them. And he said, I'm your father, mm. and I love you. Mm. And that changed my whole relationship with the Lord. That was 1988. It was the fall of 1988. And that changed. It was like the dam broke that, you know, God was, was my father, and he loved me. And that's all that mattered. Um, and then later that, well, probably a month or so later, I went to a women's conference in um, in the Monterey area. Um, I can't think of the uh, name of the conference center, but my women's ministry director and I went up there to a conference, and one of the women, um, one of the speakers, did a late night, you know how they have those mm-hmm. late night yes. activities after the meetings and stuff. Well, she did a late night activity, and what it was was it was a, a prayer uh, where if you were struggling with circumstances in your life that she it was a visual experience and she would walk you through this prayer of visuals visualization 
And so uh, something nudged me to go to that event, you know. My friend was going to go back to the room and go to bed. It had been a long day. We had driven up there. Asilomar, that's where we were. We were in Asilomar, California. And But I, I decided to stay, and there were just a few of us in that room. And she walked me through a visualization, not just me, but um, that just reemphasized. You see, what I didn't realize was that all those years, those 20 years my daddy had been gone, I had bottled up inside of me the fact that I was just so concerned that he had suffered. Mm. And in this visualization, I saw Jesus come down into the room where they found my father's body mm. and pick his body up and carry it into heaven. It was the most beautiful, I mean, it was heart-wrenching, but it was the most beautiful picture that I knew that Jesus did not allow my daddy to suffer, that he carried him in his very own arms through the gates of heaven and into his eternal home. That was like the next um, release for me. Mm-hmm. And it was just amazing. I mean, ser- seriously, at that point, I got so engaged in my relationship with the Lord. You see, I was raised in a church, in a denomination that didn't talk about having an intimate relationship with God. God was up there in the heavens sitting on his throne, and he was the God of the Old Testament. Mm -hmm. I needed to be good and do the right things. You know, you probably grew up in a similar situation because the way it was back then. And all of a sudden, I knew that this Abba Father you know, I used to crawl up into my daddy's lap when I was little, wrap my arms around his neck and call him daddy. Mm-hmm. Well, Abba, it means daddy. That's mm-hmm. the word for daddy. And so I could crawl up into God's lap and wrap my arms around his neck and call him Abba Daddy. And Adam, that's that's when my, my relationship with the Lord changed. That's when I learned how to praise. How to praise. How to praise. You know, it is an amazing thing that he he allows us to go out on all those side roads of life. It's kind of like Moses. You know, when he was uh, in the mm-hmm. desert, in the bush caught on fire. That's right. <laughs> God sent the fire. Um, yeah. You know, we have a lot of bushes in our life that, you know, we just burn them. Mm-hmm. We go. Yeah. We keep going back to the charcoals of life. And mm-hmm. the Lord doesn't mm-hmm. want us to live that way, Jerry. He wants us no, to live. No. In, and victory and praise. And, and but just like the story of Moses, he allows us to go, you know, to take that that side road, that detour into the wilderness. Because, Evelyn, even when we're in the wilderness, we learn such incredible lessons that we don't even realize. We don't acknowledge that those lessons are from God. Mm-hmm. You know, we too many times we just walk through the gates of guilt. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, Lord. Why did I do that? You know, will you ever, will you ever take it away? Uh, Mm -hmm. I I remember so well during World War II, my dad was drafted into the service because of the skills he had, and we had a radio station. And I mean, when he, when they took him, they took our life. Yeah. You know. Yeah. He was walking and talking somewhere else, but he took our life. But, you know, it was that bush and that fire in my life Uh that brought me to the point 
through a, a creative writing teacher. That's why I've always through the years have written. And, and I'm not a speaker really basically because I have a speech impediment. But uh, that's why I think praise is so important when we look back at those if those charcoals are the coals of a fire that we've gone through, we walk through the fire, then we can know that Jesus himself has raised us up and that we have reason to be happy and cheerful to the extent that we can be. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I want us to talk about what you wrote in our book, Praising and Praying Across America, about how we prepare to praise. Mm-hmm. Well, For me, I have discovered that we have to be intentional. We have to be intentional. Um, And so, you know, you and I have been through class, and we've been taught to do outlines and all of those good things. And so um, acrostics, you know, like ask, uh, different, different words that we use as triggers. And so I have to have my little outline to do a lot of things. I mean, I... Even I have an outline for the for grocery shopping. I'm sure that surprises you, doesn't it? <laughs> no, but, but Van not, does. Not only am I a class graduate, but I'm also a melancholy. <laughs> I have to have a chart. <laughs> but uh, so I I use three words. I use practice, and I use push, and I use persevere. Well, let's talk about practice first. Practice. Okay, so I, when when God changed my life there in the fall of 1988, and He made me realize that you know He was in the midst of all the all the craziness that had happened in my life, all the all the guilt and the shame and all of that. Then I began to praise seriously, but I hadn't. I hadn't disciplined myself to praise, and so I have to. I had to practice. And one of the ways I did that was by using the Psalms. And I know you, you do that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, things like Psalm 150 or Psalm 146. Or, and then as I grew in my relationship with the Lord and, and I took classes and different things over the years, workshops and seminars, and you'd go to a women's retreat or a women's conference and they'd have something on that subject. I was always in the front row. And I, I began to practice. Now, Here's where I am today. That was 1988, and so now here we're almost, we're halfway mm-hmm. to 19 or to 2018. So it's been a few years. But when I get up in the morning, that before I ever get out of bed, before usually I'm not even fully awake, I start just by saying, praise you, Jesus. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. And then one of the things that I, I begin thanking the Lord for is breath. Mm-hmm. The last years of my mother's life, well, my mother always struggled with lung. She was born premature. Her lungs didn't develop as a child, and she always, all of her life, struggled with lung issues. But in the last years of her life, she had COPD and was mm-hmm. on oxygen. My mother could never take a big, deep breath. Mm. You know, like we we can, I can, sometimes I sit here in my office. I wish you could see the view from where I'm sitting right now, I'm looking. I'm looking east, and the Sandia Mountains are there. And I sit here, and I look out there, and I just take this great big deep breath. My mother could never do that. So the first thing I do in the morning is I thank the Lord for being able to breathe and to take a deep breath, and then I just breathe in 
Jesus. Yes. You know, just breathe. Bill Gautier, one of our friends, he teaches, you know, breath prayers and breathing yes. in the peace of Jesus, yes. the grace of Jesus and the mercy. So that's that kind of starts my day. But then when I jump in the shower, I'm still praising because our our church has a, an awesome ministry to the people of Malawi, Africa. And we raise money. In fact, just at VBS recently, Vacation Bible School last week, my little preschoolers brought 31 and a half pounds of pennies to go towards a well in Africa. We raise money to build wells in Africa. And when I step under the shower, I say, thank you, Lord, for this water. Thank Mm -hmm. you that it's coming out of the faucet, that I didn't (laughs) walk nine miles with my bucket to get it. Thank you that it's hot that I can stand here as long as I want, you know, that oh. it, it's clean, it's disease-free and that um, does, for the most part. yeah, That does take practice. You know, you don't normally it think does. of it. Well, we need to take our break, Jerry. Let's come back, and I want to talk about what, how you push that out there on the highways okay. and the byways of life. Right yeah. after this, stay with us mm-hmm. for Jerry Wakeland, yeah. uh, practicing the power of praise. you want on the world of culture, the world of entertainment, the world of finances. Information you need for your world. Today's Christian Talk 1120, The Bridge. Hi, this is Steve Washburn, pastor at First Baptist Church, Pflugerville. We're the ones who just built that beautiful new 33,000 square foot worship center there on Pecan Street, just as Jennertown. Say, listen, if you're looking for a church home, I wish you'd come check us out. Lots of other folks sure are. We're one of the fastest growing fellowships in the Austin area. We're trying our best to offer something for everyone. No matter what your situation in life, you'll find good friends here. I know I'm biased, but I believe we have some of the most uplifting worship services you'll find anywhere. Many of you are familiar with Tom Cotter and his praise band, By Design. We're fortunate to have them leading our modern worship experience at the 11 o'clock hour on Sunday mornings. That's our largest and fastest growing group. But I'm also excited about something new we're trying in our 9 o'clock hour. Daniel Reclue is one of the area's most gifted choral directors, and he has reinvented one of the only genuinely traditional worship services in the area for those of you who are boomers and long to return to the joyful worship of your youth. Listen, Google us at First Baptist Pflugerville and come see us. Day after day, we are constantly hearing about how bad everything is. Isn't it about time to hear about what's right and good? Isn't it time for some good news? If your answers are yes, then you need the Good News Journal. The Good News Journal is published by KTXW's own Evelyn Davidson and it's packed with news and information about the good things that are happening. With a healthy dose of hope, happiness, and humor, the Good News Journal is distributed free throughout Central Texas at hundreds of locations, including Walmart, Popeye Chicken, Central Market, Bob Bullock Museum, libraries, churches, and other locations. And did we say the Good News Journal is free? For advertising information or to have an article published, call Good News Journal at 249-6535. The Good News Journal is an inspirational, patriotic journal published bi-monthly to bring you God's good news. The Good News Journal, 249-6535, or read it online at thegoodnewsjournal.net. More love talk right now with Evelyn Davison and her guest Jerry Wakeland. Today they're talking about preparing the heart to praise. 
Welcome back to Love Talk. We are in studio today here in Austin, Texas, on the bridge. Today's Christian Talk, 1120, on the on the World Wide Web. And so we are talking today about how it is that we walk through life with a cheerfulness of heart as we practice praise. And, Jerry, you were telling us about the amount of pennies that your Vacation Bible School brought as an offering and uh, as a praise gift for Vacation Bible School. Mm-hmm. Yes. And in, in our book, Praising and Praying Across America, you have written uh, this outline. And after you practice, you said you have to push. What are you push? You do. You have to push. I was teaching a, a women's uh, discipleship group. several. It's been several years ago. And one of the ladies in the group, we were talking about prayer and pray, and praise being a form of prayer. I always teach that praise is a form of prayer. And so we were talking about this, and she said, she piped up and she said, well, you just have to push. <laughs> and I thought, push? Um, you know, that didn't really make a lot of sense to me at the moment. And so we got into this discussion and she said for her the word push she's this is an acrostic pray until something happens and that was p-u-s-h <laughs> well i lo- latched onto that you know and i now i use that in a lot of my my presentations and materials and stuff but i also use it as praise until something happens mm-hmm. and we just have to keep Praying and praising, praising and praying. You know, I interchange them a lot because I consider praise as a form of prayer. You know, you're speaking, you're praising Abba Father, you know, the Almighty God. You're speaking to Him. It's kind of funny, even in church on Sunday, I have people that, you know, they I do my own thing. I, it doesn't matter what church I'm in. Usually I'm in my church here, Albuquerque's First Baptist, but sometimes I'm visiting churches. And I have certain ways that I worship, and it doesn't matter to me. If I want to raise my hand and mm-hmm. reach out to the Lord, I raise my hand and reach out to the Lord. If If Holy Spirit tears run down my cheeks, it's okay with me. But one of the things I do is as I pray, I'll, or as, some, as somebody else is leading in pray, I'll just go, praise you, Jesus. Thank mm-hmm. you, Jesus, under my breath. Well, I think nobody's listening, but a lot of times people do. And I've actually <laughs> had people come and ask me about that. And, mm-hmm. and I explain to them, I'm entering into the throne room as I do that. That's mm-hmm. part of that. But I also, when we sing the praise and worship songs... I changed the words, Evelyn. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> I don't. I don't pr- sing. I, I don't you know, sing. Bless the, him. I sing. Bless you, Lord. Bless Jesus. you. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what I do. And I don't care. I don't whisper it so that nobody hears me change the words. In fact, I've oftentimes thought we should. I should jump up and ask the worship leader to change the words. <laughs> but I, I know that somebody would escort me out of the service, possibly. <laughs> And uh, But I do, I sing to him because I'm not praising the people that are sitting around me. I'm praising the mm, Lord God Almighty, yes. you know, the creator of the universe. And so I, that's, you know, I want to reach out and praise him. And so sometimes we, we are in situations in our life where we're just so discouraged. Mm-hmm. You and I both have been there because we've shared some of those experiences together. And we're so discouraged, and we pray and we pray. But I learned something from you, Evelyn, that I have never forgotten about the ask fast. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. You know, we get so caught up in asking God to do things for us and to do them our way when we want them. Mm-hmm. Well, what we need to do is we need to praise him rather than asking. We need to be praising him for what he's doing. Most of the time, God is at work behind the scenes, and we don't even know it. Yes. You know, we don't know what he's doing to make whatever we've asked him to do happen. Um, I, I oftentimes explain to to young people, um, people in the ministry, people that are speakers or writers, and they come and they're so discouraged because they've got something that they want to get out there. for. They, they want to do God's work, but it's just not happening. Doors are not opening. And I tell them, it's like a domino game. You have to line up the dominoes mm-hmm. just so God has to line those dominoes up, not us. And then if you've ever watched one of those dominoes where they just push with it one little touch and all those dominoes mm-hmm. lay down and they go round and round and some <laughs> of them can be really complicated. But God has to get the dominoes lined up for mm-hmm. us so that when that one little push comes, that everything goes just exactly. And it amazes me how, you know, months, weeks, Sometimes years later, somebody will come back and say, remember what you told me? Mm-hmm. Well, this happened and this happened and this happened. And they, they now, looking back, they can see how God had to line certain things up. Well, you know, that's like the missing pieces of a puzzle when you're yeah. working on a, a crossword, not a crossword, uh-huh. cover, but, a, but a regular, you know, picture. A jigsaw puzzle, picture. yeah. Uh, you just have those holes all around, uh, maybe four <laughs> or five big places. And uh-huh. you can't fill them in. And that's the way God's plan for us is. He's working right. on the missing pieces. Yeah. It's easy to get the corners in, but yes. it's those, those little and pieces. The boundaries. Between. Yeah. Those uh-huh. are the boundaries. And, you know, when yeah. we look at it from that point of view, Jerry, uh, we can't do anything but praise him. Lord, I thank you. This is a need in my life. And I am depending on you. I'm trusting in you. Mm-hmm. And... I'm waiting on you. I'm praising you while I'm waiting. And, you know, the Ask Fast that you mentioned is in our new book, Praising and Praying Across America. It is a 49-day, another, we had the first book was Praying and Praising Across Texas. We gave every senator and every representative and half of all the other staff. Now, Miss Evelyn, you didn't say that right. You have taught me to say the great state of Texas. <laughs> oh, I love you, Jerry. <laughs> I, I think I'm going to come to November. <laughs> uh, but, you know, in the book, we do 49 days of asking. We go through every day across this mm-hmm. nation, yes, beginning right. on 911, the first day of the, if they start with us that day, they will pray for mm-hmm. wisdom. For, yeah. for the leaders that you choose. And then you, after you go through 49 days of praying a new word every day with a new scripture, and you can do this, we call it the seven by seven by seven. Mm-hmm. Seven right. minutes a day for seven centers of power. And you choose one of those or all of them mm-hmm. if you fast. And then for seven weeks, and that ends up mm-hmm. 49 days. And then after you do right. that, you go back for 49 days. You don't ask God for anything. It's like mm-hmm. taking a, a day apart and fasting, fasting and not eating, drinking right. water but right. not eating because yeah. you're devoting every thought 
and every minute mm-hmm. to him and to what he's called you to do. And, it and is it's most, so wonderful. It yeah, is the it's, most it's, amazing it's, thing. And when we forget and someone says, please pray for me, you say, okay, Lord, I'm going to back up. I'm going to pray yesterday. I'm going to pray tomorrow and yesterday. <laughs> and, you know, it is a, it's like opening a door of goodness and kindness and mercy and grace that we've never experienced before. And we need that in our nation today, Jerry. We do not realize how powerful prayer is. We just, we don't comprehend the power of prayer. We, we all, as Christians, we learn to pray, but so many times we, we look at God as, as, I hate to say this, but as Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. You know, we have this big long list. And yes, we want him to heal people and we want him to bring our family and our loved ones to Christ and we want him, there are things that we want him to do, but we're so busy asking him to do all these things when when it would be just as easy to say praise you lord praise you for for healing this person that i love praise you lord for bringing my grandchildren to know you and love you and serve you praise you lord for teaching the the leaders of our nation to do what is right and what is good and i've been camping out in uh, the verse in in micah about to to love justice and mercy and walk humbly with the Lord. Um, and that's what we want for the leaders of our nation. That is true, Jerry. That, yes, that's what we want for the leaders well, of our nation. Well, we've talked about practice. We've talked about pushing, <laughs> mm-hmm. praying until something happens. Uh, when we come back, we want to talk about uh, persevere. How is it? Okay. We, we report for duty. Get out of the prayer closet mm-hmm. right. and report for active duty right after this, so stay with us. You know, the world has changed, and getting connected is really no longer a trend. It's a reality, and it's happening all around you, leaving you to wonder, how do you get connected to your customers while staying ahead of the digital revolution and your competition? Well, Texas SEO is a Christian-based online marketing company, and they're the partner you can always rely on to navigate through the ever-evolving digital landscape. To schedule your free consultation and digital analysis, call Texas SEO at 1-888-988-9736 or visit the website texasseo.com or simply Google Christian SEO Company and you'll find them in the first position. Tim Smith Landscaping. Wow. These guys know what they're doing. Tim Smith has been taking care of landscaping since he was knee-high to a yucca. And they can come to your house and turn a yucky-looking yard into a show place. Take a drab, boring commercial or residential piece of property and turn it into a place that you'll be proud to call home or proud to call your business. There's simply no better choice for landscaping than Tim Smith, 512-848-0659 or 512-258-0093 or www.timsmithlandscaping.com. Another segment of Love Talk with Evelyn Davison straight ahead. Her guest today is Jerry Wakeland. And they're talking about preparing the heart to praise. Thank you, all of those wonderful sponsors that make it possible for us to be here. In October, which is not that far off right now, we will celebrate 33 years of doing Love Talk in, in, the, in the capital city of Texas. 
And in those days, it was just, you know, as far as the airways went, that's as far as love talk went. Now, worldwide, worldwide. And we are talking today with our good friend, Jerry Wakeland. We're talking about how does you prepare your heart for praise. And it is out of our new book, Praising and Praying Across America. If you're interested in a copy of that, you can go to www.ndp, National Daily Prayer, ndpaustin.org. But, Jerry, besides, you know, practicing and pushing, you have to persevere. You do, absolutely. You can't give up. One of my favorite um, historical figures is Winston Churchill. And Winston Churchill, in the midst of all the stuff that was going on um, in the world, he said, you never, never, never quit. Mm -hmm. And that's true about praising and praying. You just don't give up. There's too many stories out there of people who have have worked so hard for so long to achieve and accomplish a goal, and they're just just this microsecond away from doing it, and they throw in the towel. They throw in the towel, mm. and they never accomplish what God. You talked about Jeremiah twenty nine eleven, and where it says that God has a purpose and a plan for our lives, and He does, but He needs our cooperation to accomplish that and so we get so close and then we just give up and we, we can't do that we just have to keep on keeping on it's like um i know evelyn you probably don't watch disney films but it's <laughs> it's like that little fish in in the movie dora dory keep on swimming keep on swimming we got to keep on swimming we got to keep on praising keep on pushing keep on praying and i sometimes i find myself saying that and you know i might be driving along and i'll just say keep on praising because we all get down and discouraged we all want to give up but we can't do that we have a god of power we have a god of perseverance just think about it what if god had given up on the fifth day and said, mm-hmm. this is too, this creation stuff is way too hard. It's too time consuming. I'm just going to give up. Well, look what we would have missed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we I wouldn't even that. be here. <laughs> right. So, yeah. So we've got to persevere. And that if I, if I can leave your listeners with one word of encouragement, it would be just that. Don't give up. Mm-hmm. The best is yet to come. The, the answer to your prayer, the answer to your praise is right around the corner. Don't give up. Well, you know, one of the, the most important uh, prayers that we can pray, uh, Jerry, is to just ask the Lord to reveal himself to us mm-hmm. and come to that point that we know that he is real. And whether we claim to be Christians or we're not Christians or wherever we are in life, he does have a plan for us. That's what the scriptures say. Yeah. And, you know, when yeah. you look at where you are in life and where it is that you know God wants you to be, He's. you mentioned that Micah scripture. It is so important mm-hmm. that we get on the train, on the main train, the mainstream of what it is God is doing in our, in our world. And, and, and so our heart for praising him is that he places us in fields of love to where there are people that don't know that, that don't know him. And I, I know that you have a heavy burden on your heart 
for those. There, how many billion people are there in the world? Do you know? Seven. Oh, this yes. This is my soapbox, Evelyn. There are seven billion people in the world today. You know, give or take a, a person or two. Yeah. Of that, two thirds of them do not know Jesus Christ. That's 4.2 billion people. And of that 4.2 billion people, some of them have never even heard the name of Jesus. We just had a team uh, go. 24 of our people from our church went to Malawi, to Lalongwe, um, Malawi in Africa. And they go village to village, family to family, sharing the gospel message of Jesus Christ. And somebody, one of our teenagers, asked one of the, the villagers, has anybody ever told you about Jesus? And they looked at him dumbfounded and said, no. Mm. Never heard the message of Jesus Christ. And so that's that's what God calls us. In Matthew, it tells us that we are called to share the gospel message, to go and teach, to disciple others, to bring others into into the kingdom. And there are 4.2 billion of them that are waiting. Um, some of them, like this person in Malawi, who's waiting to hear about Jesus. They're eager. Once you tell them, they're eager to accept Jesus Christ into their life. They want a Savior. They They want to know that God loves them, but they've never heard the message. And so, however that is, that's part of what class is all about. That's what God showed me when I first came to Albuquerque a little over 10 years ago, that class, which stands for Christian Leaders, Authors, and Speakers Seminars, is there to train Christian communicators to share the message of Jesus Mm -hmm. Christ. Whether it's the gospel, the message of salvation, or it's the message of discipleship, because you can't just receive Christ and that be the end of it. You have to learn how to walk with mm-hmm. Christ. You have to, and that's one of my passions is discipleship, is is teaching, and, and I teach women, but teaching women how to have that personal relationship with Jesus. So we're in a, a world today, Evelyn, where we need Christian communicators more than ever, whether it's standing up on Sunday preaching, teaching a Sunday school class, going around and speaking at women's conferences or men's conferences or marriage conferences. Mm-hmm. Um, there's desperate need in all of these areas. Or writing their message in a book like you and your and all of our friends have done in this book about praising and pray, praying across America. Um, we need to get the word out more than ever before. We need to get the word out. Well, Jerry, that is so true. And, and you you have to prepare your own heart to do that. And mm-hmm. one of the best ways, and I want to say this again, is try the ask fast. Yeah. Fasting mm-hmm. is when you take a day and you say, Lord, I'm going to spend this day with you. I'm going to do what you want me to do. I'm going to, I'm going to be faithful. I'm going to listen to you. I'm going to do all those things I need today to get really connected in a way that I hear you and I see you working in my life. And that's what fasting is. Whether you do it with bread and water or you do it just from your thoughts or from the mm-hmm. routine of everyday life. But as fast is when you just take and lift him up, lift up his name and just thank him and dwell in his presence. Because there is a powerful thing about being quiet before God. Mm. The silence that our right. heart has to experience to hear from him. We can't be just rehearsing over and over and over. You've got to practice that that holy presence of God. And Jesus did that so often. He'd go to the garden 
Jerry and do that. Mm -hmm. He would separate himself from the task or the job that was before him Mm -hmm. and spend that Exactly. Go off alone, yeah. And that's what we're asking America to do. We're asking America to take the time, first of all, to come and know what God has to say. And that is every day, read his word, live his word. And then as you go back through that second step, then praise him for what he's doing in that regard. When we showed that, uh, the first book was uh, to Texas. Showed it to Governor Abbott one day, and, and I had written it in blue ink, red ink, purple ink. <laughs> and I laid it out there that very first day. And, and I pointed it to it, and he said, what is that? We were at a book signing. I helped him a little bit with, with his book signing. He said, what is that? And I said, you see it there? Right there? That's your name. I said, people all over the state of Texas on January 20th, which is Inauguration Day for us, mm-hmm. all over the state of Texas on January 20th, prayed God would give you wisdom. What did he do? He, he cried. There is a power in wow. the power of praise that we are not drawing yes. out of. Yes. But I do want to thank you. This has been a wonderful day today. and It and, has been. And I, I just know that um, the days ahead are going to be exciting as we continue to follow him. Tell us how they can get in touch with us, with you, Jerry. And also, give us the date and the phone number for class. Okay. Well, the class um, website is www.classseminars.org, and that's spelled C-L-A-S-S-E-M-I-N-A-R-S. And you can get information about our ministry there. Um, We've got some events coming up uh, soon in the fall. We've got the class seminar, which teaches people how to communicate effectively, and that's coming up in September, and it's September 7th, 8th, and 9th. And then we have our personality training program, and we didn't get to talk about that, but maybe sometime I can come back and we can Wonderful. share about that. That's that's immediately following that on the 11th, 12th, and 13th of September. And then we do the advanced personality training for people that want to take that personality training that we do and, and make it into some kind of a career or enhance their career with it, and that's the 14th, 15th, and 16th. Right, then... Here. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Then in the fall, in November, we've got the Writers Conference coming up, and that's November 8th through the 11th. And as I told you, on the 11th is going to be the book fair. So Mm -hmm. people can come to the conference and participate in the book fair, or they can just come on that Saturday if they have books to sell or want to just come and, and I don't know that people would drive from Austin to come and buy books, but we'd love to have them. (laughs) Well, thank you, Jerry, for joining us today for Love Talk. And give us your phone number. Sure. Area code 702-882-0638. And we're here at the end of the phone to answer. Uh, We're here Monday through Thursday from 9 until 4 and on Fridays from 9 until noon. Thank you so much, Sherry. I love you. Give yourself a hug. Love you, too. Have a great day. God bless you. If you need to get in touch with us, call us on the love line at 512-249-6535. And if you... um, if you need to talk to us about praying and praising across America, call us uh, on that same line or go to the website at ndpaustin.org. In the meantime, I pray 
that this day will be a great day of the showers of blessing that will be yours because of your praise parade before the Lord Jesus. Have a great week. This is Kathy Enderbrock with Let's Pray Today Ministries. Are you struggling in your marriage with anxiety and depression? Have rebellious kids or, or just want to pray for your children? Maybe you simply don't know where to start in prayer. We specialize in creating the tools to help you learn how to pray and pray effectively in a variety of life issues. Get your free MP3 download today on the topic of your choice. Go to www.letspraytoday.com and click on shop for your free audio prayer download. Become a friend on Facebook and let us know what prayer topic you need help with. You know, the world has changed and getting connected is really no longer a trend. It's a reality. And it's happening all around you, leaving you to wonder, how do you get connected to your customers while staying ahead of the digital revolution and your competition? Well, Texas SEO is a Christian-based online marketing company, and they're the partner you can always rely on to navigate through the ever-evolving digital landscape. To schedule your free consultation and digital analysis, call Texas SEO at 1-888-988-9736 or visit the website texasseo.com or simply Google Christian SEO Company and you'll find them in the first position.